Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Swoggle Wrestling Podcast <laughs> with Entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet. And don't worry, on episode 299, you're going to hear some racist shit we just talked. <laughs> this week, you get to hear about wrestling news. So stick with us for the next 12 weeks. <laughs> I'm here with uh, two other members of the Swoggle Squad. It's been a little while since so we talked some news, some house cleaning, uh, get some Pod Swoggle title competitors set up, and just generally have a good old fashioned time. First off, He's back. Augie, what's happening? I'm out of Jello. <laughs> the good thing is stores sell it. You can you can buy some more and make it. Yeah. Tell me now. <laughs> oh, my God. I have never seen somebody so in a character before. <laughs> it is like they say Daniel Day-Lewis goes in. <laughs> Nay, sir. Spencer Hamilton goes all in. Joining us once again on the show. What's going on, Spencer? Hey, everybody. I'm just happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. More than the real Augie. (laughs) (laughs) Augie's in Miami packing for a Vegas trip. What's happening? I'm fucking retarded. Every goddamn time you're like, oh, there's got a comment from Augie. I go to jump in. I keep forgetting that we have a fucking bit going on. This is (laughs) the third or fourth podcast. We're doing this shit. You'll, you'll learn one day. Augie, are, you're really quiet for some reason. Like, your volume's down. Oh, really? Hold yeah. On. Maybe because my Bluetooth was in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Much. Ah, there we go. It's all right. Uh, and in Chicago with Spencer is Rich. I'm, uh, I'm surprised you didn't open it up with our new name. Uh, we're going to discuss it later, man. We're okay. still in mourning about it, all right? Oh, we are, yeah. Trust me, it's on the list. And also, we need to contact Ricky Klopp to give us a new logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to discuss that. It's on my list of things to talk about. Okay. Uh, you can go, uh, go with El Podrido. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> nope. We go with Damien Poddow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we also broke a promise we made to each other back six years ago that the day he got released we would stop what we were doing and immediately record oh and i do well <laughs> he got released yeah. <laughs> oh that's right fuck all right so yeah i forgot augie somehow we okay that that probably works because uh now we're gonna have to ask you like 15 fucking questions uh somehow on my phone like the or like through our text the swoggle squad text chat like i had your old number in there so, like, I kept asking, like, hey, are you good to record? And someone in Tope was like, I don't think that's Augie's no, number. that was me. That was me. Oh, was you. Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck. So, yeah, we, we were talking about all this, and I had your old number in my phone on that text chat somehow. Nice. I was wondering, because then, like, we had the new group text message, and I was like, what happened to the old one? And then we just named it. What, what did Tope name it? All Pod Everything? Yeah, our new podcast name, All Pod Everything. <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk uh, about, we'll talk about it later on. Fucking kidding me! Your sister will love it. 
Yeah. I had two Swoggle Squad text message groups somehow with your old number and your new number, and that one I just was the most recent one for some reason, so I, I don't know. It all got screwed up, but it's fixed now, and we're going to make sure that you're up to date on your wrestling news on uh, today's podcast. But first... Change this... the fucking name, and already we're botching shit left and right. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, yeah, it's right. Before you know, <laughs> we're going to get fucked by some dude that never wears sleeves. <laughs> oh, Pod shit. Squad. I'm not wearing sleeves. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to get fucked. <laughs> Spencer, cover your butt. No, it's too late. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, also somehow you got a manager now, so that's. Chris <laughs> is going to handle all your business affairs. No, uh, not my business. <laughs> the Podswoggle title tournaments. Uh, the next one is going to be coming up this Tuesday, nine o'clock Eastern, live on Twitch. It's time for our. Uh, this is our seventh Podswoggle title tournament. It's can't believe it's already been that many. It's been wow. so much fun since we started in November. Uh, Augie is your current reigning defending Podswoggle title champion. So this podcast, Augie, you have the powers uh, to use all four because it's going to oh, change. Because you didn't use the one we just recorded for next week. Yeah. <laughs> do me a favor. Just remind me like every two minutes. <laughs> okay, done. It'll be like a rumble. Every two minutes you get another fucking reminder to use your powers. Uh, so this one's theme, we were very excited to uh, look up to the, the Podswoggle fans to give us uh, nominations. Each person uh, had a limit of five, and you guys did not fail to to come through in the clutch. We had a total of, let me do the math here real quick, 64 and five, uh, about 71 suggestions. A couple of them were even multiples. Uh, so thank you guys so much for the, for the feedback. Um, so I, I sent out the list of everybody that could be chosen. Uh, and we are going to now pick our participants for the tournament. Augie being champion, of course, has his current champion, Jason Voorhees, in the tournament, as well as uh, two other picks. I won last month's pick em, so I get two picks. Widden, Rich, and Tope each get one. Uh, before we pick, I do want to share people that were not in the game for choices that we cannot choose from. Uh, also, this list is just hilarious, so I just want to read it real quick. Uh, thank you for these suggestions, but unfortunately not able to be selected are Mr. Feeney, the robot from Small Wonder, Rudy Huxtable, Nat from Mad About You, Tuco from Breaking Bad, Alan Iverson, even though there was somebody named Alan Iverson, but it looked nothing like Alan Iverson. <laughs> carrot Top, although there was just a carrot, and I almost let that in. Uh, of course, Tope, Augie, Rich, and Widden. Um, next year, I promise I will make all of you guys in advance so you can choose each other. Bulk from the Power Rangers, Vint Harper from Mama's Family, Maxwell Chicago, Robert Bartharian. I'm guessing that's a Game of Thrones Robert thing. Baratheon. Baratheon, sure. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Adele, Dr. Cox, a penis, Big from Robin Big, Tim Gunn, Alexander. You couldn't, what? you couldn't find a penis? No, but I was shocked, too. I even looked up Dick and Cock and nothing. And you're telling uh, me nobody can make Tim Gunn work? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Son of a bitch. Uh, Alexander Hamilton. I also looked up Manuel Moreira. Nothing there. Wouldn't Manuel Miranda. Sorry. Uh, Jean Ralphio. Jeff Probst. Uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. The Gingerbread Man. The Keebler Elf. Chef Boyardee. And Fred Flintstone. As if we needed, like, further proof as to why our listeners are, like, the fucking best. Like, this just... Yeah. reassured everything just seeing these come in that list is fantastic it was the fucking best and those are the people yeah. that aren't in the create community creations 
aren't able to exactly. Uh, so let's go ahead and get it kicked off. Uh, the I'm going in draft order in terms of the order that people finished in Pickums last month. Augie's got the championship. Augie and I tied, so Augie gets <laughs> and it's Augie will pick, then I will pick, then Widen's pick, then Rich, then Tope, and then Augie and I get to go again. Uh, so Augie, who do you want to join Jason as your second pick? Well, he's my Sami Zayn of movies, so I'm going to go with Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Ace Ventura. It is. Then it's me. Oh, man. Well. God. I, I really want to pick him. But you know what? Fuck it. We're going to be talking about him so much on this podcast anyway. It's time for me to be able to say the sentence. Bob Backlund is the current Podswoggle champion. Chicken wings and motherfuckers because he's the best. Bob Backlund. Wins pick. What was that? That only makes my pick a lot easier, so thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Wins pick. Also, Wins pick was my second pick, his number one, and I felt bad taking it because I felt like I was using him. Uh, so uh, I hope there's barrels involved. Well, and even so, he's a giant fucking ape. Donkey Kong! Donkey Kong is Witten's pick. That's just a value pick. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rich. It's very possible there will be no wrestlers this month in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I took Bob Backlund. <laughs> okay. It's very possible there will be no wrestlers. <laughs> um, damn. Damn, damn, damn. So sad, because like, most of my fucking first rounders were on the first list that aren't available. I know, me too. So instead, uh, I'm going to go with someone who's probably like the best real life heel. I'm going to go with Kanye West. <laughs> Kanye! Ah, good one. Yeah, very, very good. That has was Kanye also been one taken on... yet? Like, huh? in, has Kanye been in any of the other tournaments yet? No, he hasn't. Okay. No, he hasn't. Uh, which means this tournament's the greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, our Tope's pick uh, Tope, that was actually uh, Kanye was Tope's third suggestion or third nominee because I asked everyone to give me three just in case there were multiples uh, and he's going to take Widen's third even though it doesn't matter uh, Tope is feeling the Parks and Rec love going with Ron Swanson oh man that was my next one damn it if I would have yeah, yeah was, I think it was on everyone's radar but Tope's got him <clears throat> All right, so uh, Tope will be represented by Ron Swanson. Rich has got Kanye. Wynn's got Donkey Kong. Augie has Jason. And uh, East Ventura, Augie is champion. You get a third. Um, Who's Pepsi Man? <laughs> I don't know why, but like everyone just keeps making this weird fucking shape of a person that just has the Pepsi logo all over it. <laughs> And I knew we were going to ask that. So it's just like some weird meme that's happened. <laughs> yes. That just like is like one of the top 50 downloaded fucking things of <laughs> fucking game. That's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Give me Pepsi Man. <laughs> also, a Pepsi Man was, in a, was, I just looked it up, an action video game developed and published for the PlayStation. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I remember... Oh, okay, so I remember Spot, Spot Goes to Hollywood. Yeah, I remember Spot. Yeah. I had Spot Goes to Hollywood. I still probably have it somewhere. I remember The Noid had a NES game. Right. And uh, well, I, I don't remember that. Grand Theft Auto with the little Caesar guy. So, I don't what? know. 
I tried to make a joke that the Little Caesar mascot had a Grand Theft Auto game. You mean Caesar? Oh, is his name just Caesar? I don't <laughs> fucking know. Rich would know. He's a Little Caesar. <laughs> he would fucking know. That's my cousin. The name's the... Yeah, okay, Rich. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. Yeah, hey, by the way, Augie, thanks a fucking lot. I know he's going to win this shit now. <laughs> he's such a bitch. All right, uh, well, my next pick isn't any better, because uh, uh, out of everybody I looked up, I knew some weren't going to be fucking found. Like, I knew, like, you weren't going to find this person. Uh, I was shocked that you could find this person, and I'm glad you could, because he was in his full regalia, in his one instance as being in the professional wrestling world. He was in his getup that he uh, was wearing when the Ultimate Warrior beat him up for some weird-ass video. I can feel it in the air tonight, baby! Give me Phil Collins! Oh, my God. <laughs> Phil Collins and Take Take me home He's gonna s- 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 Is what the left is saying The match hands. is going too long <laughs> Yeah I was just shocked There was a Phil Collins So I have to pick Phil Collins <laughs> Which gives me the two weirdest picks Of all time uh, uh, Because the- I can't dance And I can't lose Stop taking all my jokes for next week, man. I'm going to have nothing left. <laughs> You're going to have to have some deep-ass Phil Collins cuts. That's what I'm, I'm going to say. I'll come up with something. So, Jason Voorhees, Ron Swanson, Kanye West, Bob Backlund, Donkey Kong, Ace Ventura, Phil Collins, and Pepsi Man. We have the best fans in the world. <laughs> next week, 9 Eastern, live on Twitch. But now, let's catch Augie up on the world of wrestling. Oh, man. I think I could legitimately ask you ten questions. How far back is this going? Or I mean, pretty much, we haven't had a news podcast since before Extreme Rules, I think. Um, you mean well, Payback? I mean, like, we, we, yeah, we, oh, that's what I meant, Payback, sorry. We had, we had the Lethal Lottery. God, Spencer's correcting me. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is not good. Um... um we kind of discussed news on Lethal Lottery because, like, Gallows and Anderson had debuted and whatnot. So yeah, uh, let's um, let's start with spring cleaning. Okay, yes, I was because we already kind of discussed it as well. Yeah. So, uh, Augie, who do you think was lost with the re- the spring cleaning releases of the WWE? Well, apparently Hornswoggle. That is correct. Uh. They don't ever use him that I know of, Darren Young. Oh no, sir! He's not released. <laughs> we'll get to him later. Okay. Uh, who's on the roster they don't really use? Uh, Alberto Del Rio. No, <laughs> no, he's using somebody else. We'll get to him later. How many more? Oh. <laughs> hey, thanks, boys. <laughs> thanks, thanks, stereo and man. <laughs> yes, sir. That's our, uh, that's our uh, uh, star search uh, <laughs> performance. Is Stereo Ed McMahon? That impression Points, was please. three and a quarter star. How many more am I missing? <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like Holy eight. shit! Well, one. Well, they released. They've been on like an announcer kick, so they released a couple announcers. They don't matter to you. And also, yeah. you're not going to get the open <clears throat> brawler, but he's only been in the company like thirty fucking years. Jesus Christ. All right, well, let's just get a bunch of random names out there. Let's say Curtis Axel. Nope. He's, he's Slater. Nope. 
Is Jinder Mahal even still on the roster? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, God, uh, please, Ryback. I know that's not true. Uh, maybe. Really? So, Ryback, we don't have to get to Ryback later. Ryback is upset about his pay with WWE and his contract extension. So now he took his ball and went home just like CM Punk. Also, okay. while in the process, proving everything CM Punk said true. Yes. Yeah. About pay equality and how losses affect his pay. And don't worry, he'll be in Japan. He'll probably be great. No, but he'll be like in all Japan. And no one will give a fuck. <laughs> I can't wait to see him body slam Aki Bono and no one gives a shit. Uh, either, well, no, fuck that. Both members of the Ascension? Uh, no, they, uh, well, one's suspended. The other one's just having to deal with it. Uh, jeez. Who the hell is even, Bo Dallas? Nope. I don't know how you're not guessing any of the fucking million people that actually got released. Uh, because I haven't watched for shit, and apparently Primo's got a spot, so... No, but you're, like, naming people that are in the right realm, but you're, like, jumping oh, to the, just the very correct lily yeah. pads. Yeah, you are playing, like, the worst game of Battleship ever right now. Yes, uh, that's Tyler the Rex. better analogy. Tyler Rex is an accountant! <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a fucking joke, I don't think. Um... Alright, I'm just telling you... Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Uh, well, we already referenced it earlier. El Torito. Oh, okay. Oh, it might have been on next week's show. I don't remember. Uh, Zeb no, Coulter. Okay. Cameron. Wait, she got called back up? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> she's in the weird in-between. Just like Alex Riley. Uh-huh. Is his still... Um, his still, that's not the way you say it, but the last time that he's been on TV, was it still that, like, depressing-ass promo that he cut? It's time to rage. <laughs> now he's gonna have to fucking rage as he rubs up a go-kart at fucking Fun Spot, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> the Fun Spot that isn't there anymore. Also, or no, that's, I'm thinking of something else, never mind. Uh, no, also, like, his last thing on TV was getting his shit wrecked by Nakamura, I believe. So damn good. He had, they even cut, gave him a chance to cut a promo the week before to be like, yeah, I'm sure you're great in Japan and all, but it's going to be time to rage. And it was like a two-minute squash. Oh, so good. Don't worry. If TNA's still around and enough time to pick him up, they'll sign him. <laughs> uh, Damien Sandow. Oh. Yeah. And uh, his contract was expiring. They just let him go early. Bad news, Barrett. That, okay, that, that's a fitting name for him, by the way, because every single time he was about to get a push, some bad news came up, and he got fucked. <laughs> yeah, his, he had a, uh, the injuries just killed him, and he and never... It wasn't, it wasn't even always that he was always injured either, it was just the right time injury. Like, he perfect, mm -hmm. he timed his injuries at the right fucking time to fuck everything up for his whole career. He should have won three Money in the Banks, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, he'll he'll either go in MA or again, he'll go to Japan and he'll be fine. Um, it was rumored Lillian Garcia got released and then uh, he's she's still there. Uh, Christian was released from his performer's contract. But it's okay. pretty much you just got signed a Legends deal. 
Uh, and last but certainly not least, Spencer, I hope you can give uh, Rich a big old hug for me. Santino Morella. Oh, he wasn't already released? Well, yeah, he was. No, I mean, that was, again, more so kind of like a technicality because of his situation and everything. And he's going to be fine. Like, you know, Tony's going to be all right. He's got Battle Arts Academy up in Toronto. Um, he's doing the damn thing. He looks he's he's fucking get- jacked as fuck. I'm sure he's going to get auditions because of his work in Jingle All the Way, too. Of course. Uh, I'm That's- sorry, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Does in he Jingle play, All the Way, too, uh, player of the cable guy. Does he does he play Schwarzenegger or uh, uh, no, come on, he's Sinbad. Oh. Okay, thank you, Sinbad. I was like, who's that explorer? They made Larry the Cable Guy Schwarzenegger. Oh, dude, god damn it! Fuck everything. I would watch that. All right, well, let's watch it. It's been on like USA, like to like be able to be DVR'd, and I just don't have the heart. <laughs> like, like, oh. I mentioned earlier that I bought Disorderlies earlier, which is the Fat Boys movie, and I won't watch Jingle all the way too. Um, I, I wanted to buy you another sympathy card, Rich, because remember we bought you that sympathy card when Santino retired. But yep. you know, this one's not this one's not as, as funny. So the real key here, guys, is that we are officially at a stage of identity crisis. Our namesake is gone. We mean nothing. Well, if anything, it might because he's just going by Swoggle now. True. So now we sound like his podcast. Basically, shit. Yeah. So, like, look, it's, it's been a it's good all six bullshit, year placeholder, man. Go ahead. It, I would say it's been a good. It's been. It's been a good placeholder for six years. Tope had the joke. I think we should switch to hashtag all pot everything. Because what what else is which, bad right now? Like when we made which like makes like, even less sense. But well, it's, it's nothing wrestling related whatsoever. <laughs> uh, also, like there. Okay, the whole reason why we ever went with Podswoggle to begin with is because there's no such thing as a a well named wrestling podcast. True. I'd go so far as to say there's no such thing as a good named podcast. podcast. Completely fair. <laughs> my mine included. You can certainly extend that all the way out to the the rest of everything. Um, the best but, one I think is RJ hates rap, and that's just like a sentence. Yeah, you could, you could uh, carry it into that. But specifically, like there are some that have a nice twist on, but specifically wrestling podcasts, like it's impossible. The best, the closest any of them have ever come, and it's a commentary on there not being a good name is. Another wrestling podcast, which is smart. Uh, and before Cheap Heat had a name, they were just going by Untitled Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> it's true. That's the best you're ever going to get. <laughs> so I, I was going to actually propose this. So Hornswoggle debuted in like 2006, I think, or like late, early 2007. So he had a 10 year run, essentially. When we get to 10 years, we'll retire the name. Once we outlive Hornswoggle as a thing, we'll switch the name. Or him. <laughs> or or if he dies. I mean, yeah. The life expectancy of uh, midgets isn't great. Yeah. I was going to propose the name, whatever, dickhead, a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. 
I mean, it is 2016. Or it's 2016, Needle Dicks. Yeah. Fuck it. This is called the Mama's Family Podcast. <laughs> Watch, we'll fucking take off because there's some subset we haven't tapped into. Mama's uh, Family, a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Where were all these ideas in fucking 2010? Um, I remember, I remember when we were just like, pot, when we need the pod swoggle, every one of us was like, all right, we're just going to use this for the time being. We're going to change the name because the name is fucking horrible. And we're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as something better comes on, we're going to change it. Here we are fucking six years later. Yep. And we love it. Um, the one thing is, is it opens the door now to, for us to be able to get him on the show. Fair and true. because oh, he was so well, he, unobtainable. He just, did a, he just did the Stone Cold podcast, so he's in the market. I haven't listened to it. Has anybody listened to it? Yeah, I did. How was it? Uh, I ended up really liking him. Because he kind of has like a like reputation as like being like a dickhead backstage. Jesus Christ. Oh, Spencer, it's been like three weeks and you're already like more educated on wrestling than I am. <laughs> and like done research and shit and listened to podcasts. Yeah, I, I have a problem. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I imagine like he would see us and be like, oh, fuck these guys. <laughs> it's like never want to show But I, 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 you have my word. I'm going to try my best to get him on the show. If anything, just ask him some cool leprechaun stories. Um, changing the subject uh, slightly or kind of getting back to it. Did you, did you mention Adam Rose as well? I have Adam Rose separately, uh, so Augie, Adam Rose is a piece of shit. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a nice guy on uh, Breaking Ground. No, that wasn't even Breaking Ground, was it? Yeah, it was Breaking Ground. No, it was the E60. Oh, the E60. All yeah. of those things. Yeah, uh, so he was part. He was one of those suspensions, and he's been making this big hullabaloo that it was just because it was he had like a, a prescription for like ADHD medicine or something, and uh, like the very next day he was arrested for domestic battery. Mm. And like witness tampering, which was somehow a bigger offense, wasn't it? Like I remember reading, it was like misdemeanor domestic something, and like felony witness tampering. I'm like, how's that a fucking felony? Weird. I don't know. But yeah, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, let's be honest. Let's be honest. As nice of a guy as he seemed like he was, he he wasn't going anywhere. No. Uh, he'll be released any day. I mean, like, he's indefinitely suspended. And they're a publicly traded company. It's not like TNA and Bram, like, full-on jokes a bitch. And they just keep... Now he's a champion in TNA. WWE will get rid of Adam Rose. Also, that just summed up TNA. This guy got arrested for domestic battery, and now he's a secondary <laughs> champion. Not to mention one of their top knockouts. Arrested for domestic battery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the biggest story out of all those releases uh, is uh, pretty obvious is Sandow. Yep. I mean, as much as we can keep talking about Hornswoggle, um, it's, it's, it, well, one, it's obviously it's all still about the slow burn. Like this is all just a work. He's going to come back with that briefcase. I feel it. He's going to come back with the fucking Japanese money in the bank from new Japan <laughs> That either fucking Okada or Tanahashi always comes into to, uh, Wrestle Kingdom with, 
Like, I have no idea. I just guess that's what that is whenever I watch Wrestle Kingdom every year. He's going to come back with the yen in the den or something. Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, no. I like it. (laughs) Thanks, Spencer. Uh, (laughs) um, But, yeah, like, he... It's all been said. You know, there's no reason to, like, fucking retread, like, how over he was. Not even as as a face, as Mizdow, but, like, as an actual heel. Absolutely. There was nothing wrong with the original intellectual savior gimmick that should have beat John Cena for the world title. Um, and he was nothing but gracious in his interview with Rolling Stone. Like, he had nothing bad to say. Like, he wasn't even really frustrated. He was just like, yeah, I got to live my dream. It's like, God damn it, this guy is nice. <laughs> and that's probably why they just no, shat he... all over him, because like, he just went along for the ride. If he, like, stood up for himself, or, like, spoke up even... Like... Go ahead. He couldn't even insult me, right, at, a, at the FCW show. That's right. <laughs> nice state puff marshmallow man shirt. You just said a fact about him. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, well, yeah, he's already got he's he's already booked for a, a Colcabana match yeah. with uh, someone. Ring of Honor? Yeah. That's not Ring of Honor, is it? No, I think no. it's like AEW. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm mean, sure he's gonna you know he's gonna tour up his idol Stevens. He'd be great in Shakara, obviously. He'd be great. I don't see him being a PWG ROH guy because to be honest, he's not the best wrestler in the world. He's passable at best, but. He's a he's a character, and he'll get work being a character. He's a character that can have a good match. He can work. He can, yeah, he can have he can have a solid match. Yeah, um, he, he, this is one of my favorite things about uh, the spring cleaning and whenever they have these mass releases is you get to actually see you actually get to see the guys who this was the end of the road for them. They're like, all right, well, I gave it all I had. Time to move on to my next chapter. And then you get to see the guys like Sandow, who it's like, no, this isn't over. I'm still, I still haven't reached my potential. Uh, And they still have the fucking juice and the hunger for it, man. That's what I fucking love. Whereas Alex Riley is just going to be somebody's fucking asshole personal trainer. Uh, I meant to, thank you for reminding me. I meant to mention that I see Alex Riley's career. He's going to be like the male Celeste Bonin. I just see like Alex Riley being like really uncomfortably like a gay male fitness model. Yeah, like huge gay Instagram following. I could totally see that. Um, <laughs> this is where, where I wish Wynn was here so he can give me three porn titles of Alex Riley like, raging all over that ass or whatever. <laughs> uh, Say but it yeah, and like, spray it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's just fucking bullshit. Cause one, yeah, he, he totally is going to go to TNA. Um, he's totally going to be a fucking king of the mountain champion or whatever that bullshit is now. Um, well, the champ is here. The champ is here. Let's do this then. How about we have you? Because I want to use a superpower, so let's have you and Mullet stand up, and let's kind of go on to see what's going to happen from here. Fuck you! I did nothing to you. (laughs) (sighs) All right. And now it's time for this edition of Podswoggles. Internet stupid. 
Yes, I see. I have to fantasy book TNA? This should actually be pretty easy. What's happening? Who the fuck's in TNA? Shit. Alex Snow is in the ring, talking with the new NXT cast-offs. Whatever they're calling Sylvester Sylvester LaFour and Marcus Louis. All of a sudden, bullshit, surge, TNA entrance theme, not say it to my face, it's scream it in my ear. Here comes Alex Riley, his new name. It's, uh, A, it's just going to be A-Ry, but it's going to be spelled like R-Y-E, like bread. He's got a bread gimmick. He comes out with a loaf of bread saying, I'm the best thing since this. He throws it at the two French guys in Alice Snow. Double clotheslines him, pins them both, somehow becomes tag team champion by himself, even though the other guys aren't tag team champion, then climbs the mountain, becomes king of the mountain. Rich, what you got? I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. But, you know, here's sort of what I'm thinking. Here's sort of what I'm thinking, all right? So here's what you got. You got Tyrus in the middle of that six-sided ring. Then all of a sudden, Willow comes out with an umbrella. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> lights go out. And then lights come back up in the middle of the ring. It's A-Rod, but he doesn't go by A-Rod anymore. He goes by A-Guy because he's just a guy. He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He's A-Guy. One, two, three. Uh, fucking Shelly Martinez, your TNA champion. <laughs> so, can we have a moment of silence for the wrestling business after Shelly Martinez... Have you seen the clip of the worst botch in the history of botches, Rich? I've seen it several times. i got to show this to you after we... Awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> yes. and, and send it to Augie afterwards as well. So TNA has like these like, fucking one-night-only pay-per-views that seven people buy. <laughs> and they had like a knockout one where they brought back like a bunch of old knockouts. And Shelly Martinez used to be Ariel the Vampire and a bunch of other characters. She was never a fucking wrestler. And they put her in a match with somebody who's barely a wrestler too. And oh my God, she does a suicide dive. And it literally looked like suicide. It's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> in terms of like trying to be athletic or do, and like that's the Jenna Maraska Charmel match aside. Oh, it's so goddamn good. I'll make sure you see it for the night's over, Augie. I'm pulling it All up right. right now. I got the game. That's That is the highlight of TNA so far, uh, since we've last talked. Um, well, actually, the other thing about TNA, it's, it's on my list. I'm not going to ask Augie. He's not going to know this. But I, I, I wanted to talk about the weird microchasm we are in right now, where Evolve has like a direct partnership with WWE, but TNA has a storyline in Evolve. That. Against WWE. Oh, I didn't know you already said it. Hold on, I gotta watch this. Has everyone already watched watched like four times in a row? (laughs) Oh, I can't. I'm on my phone. Oh, and like her titty comes out too. Like, oh, (laughs) it's a lot of side boob going on. Sorry, I can't stop. I can't stop watching this fucking gif. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that that I I got to see it. Thank. That's fucking horror. Does she have face paint on, by the way? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, she does. Yeah, she's got like some dumb like Day of the Dead type of face paint on. Well, it's good because she killed the wrestling business with the fucking moves. So <laughs> it was it was apropos. Um. All right, so let's get back in. So I was talking about the weird spot that Evolve is in in wrestling because now they have like Drew Galloway and EC3 in Evolve 
as TNA representatives beating up Johnny Gargano and TJ Perkins because they're wrestling for WWE. It's just, wow, what a weird time in wrestling. It's a really weird, like, meta Venn diagram of this one indie company torn asunder by the two major companies. And I dig it. Like, I, did you watch EC3's promo? No. Fucking, because it's EC3. It's fucking really good. It's really good. Like, you would think, like, oh, fuck, it's a work shoot. And there are a couple moments where it's still like, oh, like, I wouldn't have gone there. But he will get signed as soon as TNA breathes its final breath. I think they'll pick him back up. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It's like, yeah, of course it was good. He's trying to get fucking hired again. <laughs> yeah. That's all him and Drew Galloway have been doing is just trying to get in the good graces again. Um, so, yeah, I, just, I wanted to bring it up. We don't have to, like, go in depth on it. Um, same uh, thing with the cruise right open. It's going to be great. Those two guys also, another awesome example of guys who got released and were like, yeah, cool, fine. I'm going to go wrestle wherever the fuck I can now. Yeah, which is everywhere. Yeah. And they're going to fucking kill it. Uh, also, Cruiserweight Open, uh, tickets go on sale for that Friday. I'm going to try to go to as much as I can because it's going to be amazing. Do for the rest of us that simply cannot, please do. Yeah, I, I need to remember that on Friday to check for tickets. I think I'll miss the first taping because it's when I'm on my cruise, but I think I should be able to go to the other three. Um, all right, cool. Uh, next question for Augie. Oh, uh, Augie, who's the most recent NXT call-up since we've last talked to you? Or do you even know who all's been called up? Just summarize for me. I think the Vod Villains have been called up? Yes, they almost killed Enzo Amore. Okay, I know about Enzo Amore, I know about, um... Oh, jeez, who else? Uh, fucking Baron fucking Corbin. Um, his, new, his new name, you're correct. Yeah. Um, uh, if I had to guess, no, because Joe and Balor are gonna have a match soon on NXT. So who the fuck else is there that well, you're would mi- be called up? You're missing yeah. Apollo Cruz. Cruz got called the night after Mania. Oh yes, Apollo Cruz. Okay, but there's another one. Please, not the fucking Drifter. No, not the director. And also, <laughs> someone's playing rap music in the background. Yeah, it's my, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, never disappoint, Augie. Uh, no, the drifter is no. The drifter's going to get called. The drifter's going to get relegated to Double A baseball. Um, no, uh, called up was Dana Brooke. Fuck off! <laughs> Why? Well, they were going to pair. Did she? Did she get better? No. No, she oh, got like healthy. <laughs> like she was. Asuka came in, hurt Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke's been hurt, got healthy, got called up. Also, and I don't want to be like a chauvinist pig or anything, but I just want to ask this as a legitimate question: Did she gain like thirty pounds? Yeah, in her bra. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I, I like I watched Raw on Monday, and she had a terrible match where she was botching left and right. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, but I was just looking. I was like, I remember her being like like fit. She was a fitness model. 
And, like, I, I just, like, I wasn't sure. Like, did I miss something? Or, like, I'm just... I'm not asking this to be a jerk. I'm just, like, saying, like, am I the only one that thinks this? Noah, is, is Emma technically officially called up, or is she still wrestling in NXT also? She was, but she broke her back. She was... Emma was oh. a lot of props, too, for, like, having, like, worked her ass off and redefined her character to... To get brought, to get brought back up. Um, I don't know if you had heard any of that, because I realized my mic was off. I pulled a tope there. Um... I heard, like, the tail end of it. Yeah. She, Emma was getting a lot of props, too, for working her ass off and redefining her character to get called back up um, and and was getting a lot of good shine and then got hurt, like, like as soon as Dana got called up. And she's the reason Dana got called up, to pair with Emma. And I'm yeah. sure... I don't know if they were going to call somebody else up to pair with Becky or if they were just going to, like put like Paige or Alicia Fox or somebody that wasn't doing anything with her. But now it's going to be interesting to see if they just kind of, cause like, to be honest, this batch of NXT call-ups, it's kind of been like a lot of the other ones and they haven't been hot. The best one that the best they've done is been with big cast since Enzo got hurt. Yeah. He's been crushing. Um, I'd say the Vaude villains are looking mighty yeah. strong yeah. as well. Like, they're booking the Vaude villains pretty fucking well. And that will end on Sunday. I'm just saying, like, it's not like they're not giving them a chance. And it's they're not like they're them- not performing well either. I, I talked to this. I talked to a Tope about this on Facebook, and we were kind of like going over it. And I was like, the Vaude villains are getting the mid 2000s SmackDown tag team push. Where, like, they would bring in a new tag team, like the fucking Teacher's Pets or the Pit Bulls or Deuce and Domino or fucking any of those teams that, of course, are luminaries in the business because nobody knows who the fuck they are that I just mentioned. And they come in for, like, two months. They beat the tag champions on television. They get their pay-per-view match. They lose. And then they they fade into obscurity. I don't want it to happen. I like I like Aiden English. I'm not a fan of Simon Gotch. The next time you watch them cut a promo, watch Simon Gotch try to cut a promo, and it, it, to me, it looks like he keeps like looking around for like approval like he's a kid in a play. And it just <laughs> I, drives I, me nuts. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Aiden English is... I mean, he just is. He's the more seasoned of the two. Um, but yeah, I think that's also an easy comparison for you guys to draw just because they have a very mid 2000s smackdown gimmick as well oh absolutely um, and i don't want it to be the case because I, I i've enjoyed the gimmick since it started and i think it has legs if they do it the right way and they can be heels or faces i just i've seen this before unfortunately right. well that's what i'm saying though is like that's i think that might be why you guys might be like unfairly making that comparison because i mean we haven't crossed that bridge yet um no who knows like we, I mean, fact is, we just don't know until next week, um, and even then, who knows? But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. They, but in the bigger scheme of NXT call ups and how they've looked, Vaudevillains look good, and Zone Cast look good. Um, like, I guess oh. Baron Corbin looks pretty good. Baron Corbin looks strong, at least. Yeah. It's not dumb. He looks strong. Yeah, agreed. Uh, He's already been pinned by Dolph Ziggler. 
a flash pin, uh, and he also had a double count out that he didn't understand why it was a double count out. <laughs> uh, Please bring that up every week. <laughs> I'll never Please. fucking let that go. That's almost oh. as bad to me as losing a triple threat match by standing in the fucking corner. Hey, that guy's your current <laughs> NXT champion. You leave him alone. <laughs> Bless, man. I knew it was a long time ago, but it still doesn't make any more sense. Um, and then, uh, as far as the NXT tag teams they've called up, they've done a worse job with the tag team that wasn't in NXT that got called up than the ones that it's are true. or have been. It's true. It just uh, to me, like I don't know. Like, so we we talked about Cruz last time, like struggling with personality because he's still be in NXT for it, and and now he's not even he hasn't been on TV in the past couple weeks. Corbin and Ziggler have been relegated to, like, pre-shows and stuff. It just, mm-hmm. like, the visibility isn't there, and I feel like it needs to be on, like, higher-profile shows in order to give them a chance, because it's working for Enzo and Cass. Give everybody, like, am I the biggest Baron Corbin fan? No. I wasn't the biggest Ascension fan either, but at least give them a goddamn chance. Um, That's all I'm saying. Because it's also ruining the momentum of the Andre the Giant thing again. And... This is something that I kind of brought up uh, a few months back with Breeze, too. When Breeze, like, immediately out the gate didn't come out, like, you know, head of fire and all that shit. And, you know, kind of stumbled out the gate. Um, he's currently right now in a, 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 a super solid, like, long-term booked mid-card tag team feud. And it looks like if they just... He's showing personality. He's showing flexibility. And these are the things that you build along your career. You have your shitty little lower mid-card tag team feuds that you got to have on your route to a better singles career. Let's um, clear that up for Augie. Let's clear that up for Augie. These things sometimes take. Yeah, um, let's, let's clear that up for Augie, please, because you made that sound really like solid and amazing. Fandango and Tyler Breeze are a tag team feuding with our truth and gold dust. Whatever. <laughs> and that's and that's the the problem is that like that's like it's something. Yes, I agree with you. Also, like they fucked it up. They named that team Breeze Dongo. It's Fabreeze. It's Fabreeze. Come on. Sure. Um I, I they call it Breeze Dongo? Yeah, it's a bad name. Yeah, Breeze Dongo. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't I didn't care I actually actively didn't like Fandango or Tyler Breeze going into this thing and I didn't really care about gold dust or our truth but after this whole thing went down I love this feud right now and like the, the pairing up of the two teams I think is fantastic and yeah, it's the because they, they just done. added emotion you put it you know it's well, a, all of a sudden we can relate I, to them I also haven't been watching it all but I will say that Fandango and Tyler Breeze do seem like they match up very fucking well together they're the same goddamn character basically yeah they yeah, not make besides it a dancing joke. They did a promo after the match, and it was really funny. Yeah, we were making the joke that, you know, like, Breeze, if you made it on the main roster, he was going to be treated like the new Fandango, and now they're together. But, yeah, it works. And they have taken something that was absolutely ludicrous and made it into a super solid, like, low-card tag team feud. And I'm happy they did it. My thing is just, again, that's where we're at with that. And had it not been that way at the very beginning, in terms of, like promoting guys and getting them on their feet and settled, you know, you wouldn't have to do that to get them back in the fold. 
It's just give them the, 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 the shine and super strong booking right out the gate. It just isn't always going to work. And sometimes you just got to get knocked back down to the bottom of the rung to, to, to kind of work your way in small bits back up. Um, you know, and Cruz is just kind of a different case. I don't know. Spencer brought up. We were talking about Apollo Crews the other day, and you were you just you were just kind of like, eh. oh, he's just boring. Like he doesn't yeah. isn't doing anything for me. Like, like even in the ring, though, you were saying, right? No, yeah, I, completely. Yeah, I don't care about him at all. No one in the audience cares about him. Like he he can wrestle well, which is cool, but like I don't know, that's just I, not enough. Like you have to have some. I'm gonna. Of, like, you have to be able to connect with people, and no one can connect, can connect with a guy who just smiles. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Spencer because when you guys before he came into even NXT, you guys showed me that video of that f- ridiculous finisher that he does, and I was like, "This is awesome!" But that's it. But like, he didn't do anything else to impress me. Even when he was in NXT, I was like, "All right, he's strong. That's cool." But yeah, he hasn't found he hasn't found who he really is yet. The problem is like everything we've seen of him, he legitimately is like the smiling nice guy, and that just doesn't translate into like an interesting wrestling character. If you um, do it, like, have you been watching Camp WWE? Yes, it's on my list. I <laughs> have been enjoying it. That just basically be the Cena character. Like, Cena is, like, super nice, but it's obvious, it's like, he's an he's an idiot, and no one likes him. So do that with Chris. Yeah. Fuck! That's good. <laughs> what... When he when he was uh, when he was in question, how did how did like, didn't people like him then? What's the difference? Well, well, because originally Uha was just like a silent, jacked monster heel. Oh, okay. Which yeah. would work really well, and then he just became kind of he never really had a character. It just was a a fucking stout black dude that could do things that a person that size shouldn't be able to do. And the, and the other thing too is Spencer. Like if when you if you watch PWG any of that shit, like, the shit they get away with or the shit they're allowed to do there, it's, it's insane. And right. the WWE won't let them do any of that shit. It's okay. the same reason why, like, you watch a Kalisto match now, and Kalisto's great, but tell me, like, three unique things he does that Rey Mysterio didn't do. He can do 15 things that Rey Mysterio could never do, but they don't let him do it because when he tries them, he's with people that don't know how to fucking react to it, and they fuck up, and they're like, don't do that anymore, it looks like shit. <laughs> And it's the same thing with Cruz, and it's going to be the same thing with fucking uh, who else? I'm trying to think of the, like, like all the cruiserweight guys that are getting going to be in the open <laughs> if they're put with anybody else, essentially. Well, um, what what might do something is if like after this freaking feud with uh, the the bloodline in the club ends, just have Gallows and Anderson just come out and start just wrecking random matches. Just have him have him come out and like wreck a Cruz match, and then Cruz gets pissed at them. That could be something. I don't know. Yeah, that's it, it's something. Uh, anything to make the club look strong again. Yeah, Jesus um, which I, I'm not as okay. I'm pissed about it, but I'm like, <laughs> like you have to know that you know the number one quote unquote babyface is going to be treated like you know the way that he is. You know, unfortunately, having the invaders like if Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were getting pinned by Lex Luger. After like the fourth week of Nitro, it would lose its luster, and it has. Um, yeah. But I feel like an Extreme Rules something with that is going to happen to switch it up or to, or to us or to make it grow. 
Um, another weird, like, little thing I've noticed, I've been, like, really, when I've been watching, I've been, like, trying to notice, like, really weird little things, like, the Simon and Gosh thing. Next time you watch a club match, watch Carl Anderson bump. He is the most, like, specific bumper I have ever seen. <laughs> and, like, it, like, it's almost ruined them for me, and, like, I should stop noticing it. I feel like fucking Augie looking at knee pads and shoes and shit. But, like, every time he bumps, he makes sure to slap, like, both fucking hands down like he's protecting himself. Good for him, and shit on me for shitting on him for doing his bumps right, but it just looks so goddamn specific. It freaks me out. It really does. I don't know why. Uh, While we're talking about them real quick, how come on the back of their awesome trench coats, is there a picture of a grunt from Halo? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Because they're... They just gave them temporary shit until they bring Balor in to give them their new Balor club shit, yeah. probably. Yeah. is really what it is. I mean, for real. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't understand why they're just not... Just letting them run roughshod. Like, you brought them in to be the the club, the Bullet Club. Let them be the fucking Bullet Club. Well, the, the problem is, I think they, they match them up against the strongest guy in the company right now so it's like what well, they can't beat him because then it undermines reigns so why and, do they bring him in in numbers though that that's why you have numbers that's oh sure why you sure gang up yeah you know leave the usos out of it yeah. like put them on the shelf do whatever let them run roughshod and that way when he does finally over fucking come like yeah you, you, they, you, we still don't care but like you know, at least it's surprising or something. Yeah. yeah the like, mo- the, the NWO just fucking just had their way with the entire WCW roster. And when somebody beat them, it was a surprise. Now, mind you, the next night they would come out and say, we let that happen. We have the book <laughs> on air. <laughs> but <laughs> They're fucking drunk as hell. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we had a few too many last night. And let that happen. My bad. Give it back. Um, but like, you know, there was a sense of like fucking hopelessness and like these guys just, just fucking wreck shit. And there's, there hasn't been an entity like that in WWE since the first half of the shield run. And that was fucking dope. Yeah. And yeah, it should have been booked at least like that. The the problem is it's always going to go back to, and I really feel this way. It's. Putting in line something that Vince didn't create into his order of things. And making sure that it's understood. I really didn't create this, so here's where it stands in the pecking order. That and also, and it, uh, what is it? Um, the like the even booking, or what's it called? The fucking... 50-50 fucking booking. Yeah, 50-50. I think that's a, another big fucking part of it, too, which sucks. Because they just announced on Extreme Rules... It's going to be the Usos against Gallows and Anderson in a tornado tag match. Gee, I wonder who's going to win that match. Yeah. Because of who's won the last two to even it fucking back up. Not to spoil my fucking pickums or anything, but no, like. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just mind boggling. So hopefully the other thing is, so now you have ROH doing like there, the bullet club exists in four different companies right now. Is that correct? <laughs> um, so WWE. Balor by himself in NXT, yeah. ROH, uh-huh. and New Japan. And Global Force Wrestling. Shut the fuck up. 
yeah, it's a little, it's crazy. I, I didn't watch any of Global Wars, the ROH pay-per-view, but I heard very mixed things about everything that was happening. I do love the super kick counter. Uh, yeah. Which apparently hit, like, 51. Um, but it's I, I'm worried it's getting, like, watered down, just like the NWO. But at least it's getting watered down on multiple platforms. I so mean, that's an accomplishment. Well, that's what's kind of interesting about it and and i don't know like as long as they keep adding the right guys like i think adding adam cole is a fit yeah you know like jared was a misstep duh that was more of a stunt than anything that's not real that doesn't exist that's a fabrication he he literally (laughs) sold gold into the uh, bullet club (laughs) to fucking just buy like uh, some decals, um, but yeah. Uh, like aside Can we from please that, make like, sure that Augie understands that Jeff Jarrett, you're cutting up, Rich. You there? No, no, no go ahead. No, you were sorry. You were cutting up. Uh, I want to make sure that Augie understands that Jeff Jarrett is literally trying to run a pyramid scheme involving gold to try to make Global Force Wrestling a thing. Augie. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just a really good pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 that that's a shoot. That's that's happening. But you know, like on the whole, but anyway, back to Bullet Club. Um, like all those guys make sense. You know, there's no fucking uh, disciples in there, as it were. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and you know I, I'm still optimistic about it. Um, and even in WWE, like obviously, I feel something is going to happen, even if it's not Finn like this Sunday. Like yeah. something will change with that dynamic to to have it be split up or off shot in some way also, soon, and then we'll take it from there. Even if even if Bullet Club is finally getting watered down by now that's how many years of just being fucking fire that they had and it's gotten to the point where like they they bucked the wwe system and the three of them because of how hot it was got to go straight to the main roster yeah that's 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 a feat on and they got to keep their gimmicks and their names and And stuff names and their shirt like the bullet club shirts are consistently the number one sellers on pro wrestling tees, um, but like, so, like, what year did it start? Like, two thousand and thirteen, twelve? I think twelve. Like, that's a pretty good fucking like high level run, especially compared to NWO, which like plateaued for what two two and a half years. I mean, once it's split, so you figure less than two years. Yeah, it already started to feel old hat. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a good accomplishment, and we'll we'll see where everything else goes. Done um, all this job of passing the torch each time, too. Yeah, yeah, because now if Omega goes anywhere, then you have Adam Cole right there. Yep. Um. Uh, let's talk a little NXT. Augie, you know who the current NXT champion is? Samoa Joe? Hey, all right. Good for you. I got Instagram. <laughs> However you get your news, man, I'll take it. 
Actually, uh, speak, uh, speaking of, well, fuck it, it's not, whatever, spoiler or whatever. Uh, following Instagram, and they just posted, apparently Alexa Bliss looks like she's getting fed up with Blake and Murphy. Yeah, I think that airs tonight. About fucking time. Well, I think she's just getting fed up with Blake. I think it's just going to be Alexa Bliss and Murphy. Yeah. Because they're like legitimately a thing. But you still have a chance, Huggy. I know, I'm working on it. I know you are. Uh, I wanted to discuss somebody in NXT. I wanted to get everyone's thoughts. Uh, Augie, I'm sure you don't know, or, or maybe you, on Instagram you've seen, uh, but Rich and Spencer, no way, Jose. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> um, the first week when he debuted, I was kind of like, what the hell is this? His song is awesome. But then the second week, he won me over because the crowd loved him so much, and he responded to the crowd and he just seemed like a really cool and, and I don't know, just seem like a cool guy. So I, I, I'm I'm yeah. pro I'm pro Jose. I uh, uh, <laughs> pro way Jose. Thank you. <laughs> Damn it, pro way Jose. <laughs> I'm I'm always like super excited and uh, super on the side of guys that the rest of the guys are behind. And it seems like the rest of that NXT locker room is like super behind. And super for yeah, No Way Jose. Because w- weren't, like, a ton of NXT guys, like, changing their Twitter profile picture to his picture? Yeah. Like, fucking, like, all of them. Like, yeah. Nakamura, fucking Balor, uh, Murphy. Like, yeah, they were all, like, all in on No Way Jose. And that just bodes well for me. I just like having those guys successful in the business. Because it means they're good dudes. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. People want to work with them. Exactly. And, and, it, and it's just good overall just to be around people like that um and it's fun like it's It's fun pretty fun if he's just if he if he just ends up being like a comedy character like there's a santino vacuum that needs to be filled yeah like my my thing was like he was gonna be the new funkasaurus like it's 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 fun the first week i the first week i didn't like it because he was working like a fucking nxt scrub that didn't know what the fuck he was doing it looks like a nazi (laughs) <laughs> my, my pick sure. for favorite wrestler in NXT right now. <laughs> that that sounds like a, like a name for something. Like, oh man, you got to work the Nazi tonight. <laughs> it sounds sounds like it means something else. But yeah, it's fun. It's the NXT crowd digs it, but at the same time, like they dug you know Adam Rose like for two weeks, and then it was nothing. But I'm uh, he looks. He's got a great look. I think he's yeah. gonna be fine. Augie, do you know who No Way Jose is? of the week no way <laughs> i'm trying to actually that was corny week of the week um i'm looking <laughs> i'm looking right now on nxc's instagram i don't see shit oh that's funny because they had a big like a big i think it was like a dot com story about like how everyone was like into the no way jose like fever or whatever and everyone like was changing their social media uh how would you like what would he like his gimmick be to like he's like a Funny Latin dancer. Yeah, yeah. He's just um. It, it's um. This isn't it, but it almost kind of feels like he is dancing, and his dancing happens to be wrestling moves. Like he's accidentally beating people. He's a Latin dancing Eddie Gordo. He's a uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a chill Dominican club bro. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that works. Also, it drives me nuts because he keeps, like, in the face, and Rich will be the one that definitely gets this. He looks like David Diggs to me. I was, oh, yeah, I, I see that. Totally. 
it's driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got uh, distracted. I posted the picture of Alexa Bliss's ass cheeks hanging out. <laughs> uh, just, You're doing the Lord's work, man. Come on, man. Like, where did you post that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but back to bring this to, uh, you know, because we are a wrestling podcast, okay. Alexa Bliss has been getting much better lately. <laughs> um, but for real, though, like, she's been improving in the ring, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, and for real, her, her ass takes great bumps. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But also, and, but I mean, fact, speaking of great asses. Um, her, her ass has great bumps. Uh, <laughs> but Just, I was better probably to say Like... Someone needs one of those NXT women need to fucking step up so Bailey can get called up as soon as Bailey learns how to cut like a, a, a consistently good promo. Um, her, I, it's a bunch of shit. Her promos are fine for the character. It's a is uh has that girl debuted yet? The one that hangs out with Enzo Mori. That's a female version of Enzo Mori. Armella. No, no, no. She already no the Liv or Liz or whatever. Oh, Liv the hell. Morgan. I think yeah. they're actually legitimately dating in real life too, Enzo and Liv Morgan. She's working squash match. She's a, she's a jobber right now, but when she gets better, she she's fun. She's like, I've seen her live and she's gotten like some good like moves and stuff. But she botches half of them because she's new. So give her time. But they don't have anybody that will generate like the business that Bailey generates for NXT. And that's why she's being stuck down there right now. Yeah, well that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is like I'm excited about. Alexa getting better and some of these other girls getting better because they'll eventually be able to let Bailey go up to the to the main roster. I think yeah. if they ever get a chance, uh, Athena. I don't know what they're calling her. Like it's like Adrienne oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. Like she, I think she's been a great independent women's wrestler, and if they give her the time, I think she has a chance to do it. She just hasn't debuted on TV yet. Um, <laughs> also, good. How is it that like WWE and NXT are able to snag up like? All the good independent women wrestlers, like Athena and um, uh, uh, Nikki uh, Storm, who Nikki Storm, Nikki Storm, will you? And even like the one-off girls, like Tessa Blanchard, uh, and like fucking TNA. Like, how many goddamn Pachamania moments were they gonna have from that one one night only? Yeah, I don't know. The one thing I want to say, I. I know you are a fan of her, but in her two squash matches, I've not been impressed with Tessa Blanchard. Um, I thought she looked fine, and they were exactly that. They were squash matches, so they were squash matches. Yeah. yeah. So I just just wanted to share that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to share with NXT, I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, we we've talked about like when guys like lose it. So we've kind of, like not like lose it, but like obviously Chris Jericho is not the same Chris Jericho that he was, you know, in the ring. Is Austin Aries at that point? Uh, I've and, and and again, I'm late to the Austin Aries train, but I've from what I've ever seen, I've never been impressed with Austin Aries. To be honest with you, like I know you guys always talked about him and shit and whatever, but I don't know everything I've ever seen of him. I'm like, whatever. This dude hasn't really shown me shit. I just saw Rich. him for the first time in this past NXT, and I. I remember really liking him. I don't know. I like I like his look a lot too, which helps I think for me. Rich is the only person that has a personal grudge with him. That motherfucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he has a. How do I put this? Like, I think he has a uh, 
kind of like a time limit with you. I think we've watched okay. him long enough to where he's sort of plateaued for us. Oh. I but get that. If you haven't been exposed to what Austin Aries is, all this stuff is is new to you now. New and cool, yeah. And also I... another thing about NXT, and that's kind of sort of the the hard and weird thing about seeing guys like Joe and Aries and Young and whoever else you're gonna fucking bring in from NXT or from TNA to NXT. Um, but like, we're used in, in NXT. We're used to seeing guys sort of like still developing and and reaching, you know, a, a, a high point. Whereas with all these guys, we've they've already come in who they are. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Like they've already like Eric Young's been Eric Young for the last. They're who five they're going to be. Or... Yeah. But my my thing with that is like you look at Joe and Joe's been killing it. Like Joe looks like the Joe of old. And granted, he, he it took him a little bit of time to get there. To me, I feel like Aries has been like Hideo at first, where like he just hasn't like gotten his footing yet, maybe. But then I remember that Austin Aries is secretly like thirty nine years old, I think. And it's like maybe he's just like like at that point where he can't do it anymore. But I, I get your point that we've just seen so much that with a different coat of paint on it, like the Eric Young match with Samoa Joe was fine, but it ultimately did nothing for me. And I, maybe that's what I kind of a feeling with Austin Aries as well, because I haven't seen Austin Aries at his best, which is almost what I kind of expect being in NXT. Um, so it could get better. Just as long as his gimmick's not going to be cutting promos with fucking fruit in his hands, I'll be fine. That's what uh, it appears like it might be. I take the exact opposite approach, because m- more fruit, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want it to get ridiculous. Like, he needs to be like, uh, uh, like Chiquita Banana, like shit all over him. There was a uh, there was a post uh, or like he put something out on Twitter. It was like whatever the recommendation is will be the fruit I hold in my next promo. And the top post on on Reddit was a whole watermelon. I, I saw that. <laughs> I want that to happen so bad. <laughs> <laughs> they give him a Gallagher gimmick. I'm for it. Oh man, yeah. Get him and Triple H together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not a slicer. It's not a dicer. It's sledgematic. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so, yeah, so I wanted to make sure I referenced, uh, Aries there. And also we talked, uh, Augie, so, you know, Eric Young's in NXT now, and Bobby Roode will soon be in NXT, leaving TNA with four guys. Yeah, what, what, um, I know we had a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, 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 We had a podcast a few, uh, like, maybe a month or two months ago, where I thought we had said they were dead already. TNA. Like, done. Uh, For good. I am... Seven months away from my axle asshole being wax. <laughs> the problem is that they just don't give up. <laughs> uh, also, uh, at some like TV conference recently uh, this past week, uh, Pop, the channel that TNA is now on, uh, like revealed their fall schedule and like TNA like wasn't on it. <laughs> so like they might be getting canceled again. <laughs> And at that point, you just have to know. How many times do you have to be told, we don't want you, (laughs) in the course of two years, before you realize, I should be homeschooled? (laughs) (laughs) My joke was better. It was going to be that you're Kevin Federline. (laughs) 78th time's a charm, man. It's it's mind-boggling. And 
they they have to like they, they gotta be at least making like a dollar like, they, like every time no, we they talk are about out, they are out of money they are behind how, paying their production people by like months Again. And that's what I heard. That's what I heard exactly. That's what I heard a year ago and a year before that was that they still owed wrestlers money and they they weren't paying paychecks and shit. How the fuck are they staying afloat with no money? Because Dixie Carter knows a banker that likes rim jobs. I think. Oh my god! Every time we talk about TNA, this is what happens. So. <laughs> True. Augie, you have three powers left. Do you want to use one right now? Here's Augie trying to name three random wrestlers. Poor son of a bitch. Why don't we have Augie name three random wrestlers real quick? Why are you doing this yourself? Okay, fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, 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 Sin Cara, uh, 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 Johnny Mundo, and and British Bulldog. I tricked you. I was going to do three Mexicans, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, but I was also named Mexican. <laughs> British Bulldog was still third. God damn it. He's got this gimmick on lock, I swear to God. Yep. Uh, and he named Johnny Mundo. I love it. Yeah, was, <laughs> he knows you. That was creepily accurate. <laughs> really was. Uh, you mentioned Johnny Mundo. It makes me think of Lucha. I just wanted to uh, give a shout out. Uh, somebody I'm not necessarily a fan of normally, but want to give a shout out to Sexy Star for a bomb ass match a couple weeks ago. Hell. On a, yeah. Lucha Underground. Definitely the moment of the season is so far been Sexy Scar screaming, FUCK YOU! I saw oh. that clip. That was pretty cool. It was fucking sick, dude. I I flipped my shit. I had chills. Yeah. I, yep. like, giddy screamed. It was great. I fucking loved that shit. And it's really cool that the Elbright Network would be like, yeah, we'll, we'll allow that. Yeah. I mean, well, they let Vampiro say, oh shit, all the time. <laughs> like, I think my because if not, then you would just have they would have to erase his commentary if it wasn't that back. <laughs> yeah. Really or, fucking... Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite uh, call on Lucha this year uh, has been Vampiro going, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every yeah, week. <laughs> God damn, dude. That fucking made, that made Sexy Star, like that solidified her to whoever was left that was like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, um, it was... I also want to give a shout out to Lorenzo Lamas. Keep getting them checks, Lorenzo Lamas. I also want to give a shout out to Famous B. I am really digging Famous B on this season. Oh, no. Come on. You can't do that. You just started to say it. I have a very strong affinity for (laughs) Famous B. The champ is here. And now this is Podswoggles. Of the week. Now fuck you! I'm using a third power! Third power! There we go! One, eh, whatever bullshit, get fame. Basically, if we end up with 
a, a fucking black Jimmy Hart, then everyone wins. <laughs> everyone <laughs> wins. He's got a lady named Brenda. There hasn't been a lady named Brenda walking this earth since fucking 35 years ago. Only uh, way it'd be better if her name was Sharon, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> her name was Sharon. Nah, man. Sharon doesn't know what Lucha Underground is. Um, Sharon's the type of girl that would look at her phone the whole time during a wrestling show. Absolutely. Fuck Sharon. Yeah. Brenda, Fucking on the Sharon. other hand, she's helping out Mascarita Sagrada, like, all over the place. Fucking, uh, yeah, man. It's fucking great. Can you say that um, name three times fast for me, Rich? What? <laughs> Can you say that name three times fast for me? Uh, Mascarita Sagrada, Mascarita Sagrada, Mascarita Sagrada. <laughs> better. No, no. Not my drunk high school principal, Rich. Say it three times in a row. Uh, can someone please shoot Augie a gif over of Brian Cage killing Masquerita Sagrada? Yo. Like, that has to exist, right? Uh, somewhere. I'll, I'll try to find it later. That was an F-15. Not an F-5, an F-fucking-15. So goddamn good. Yeah. Um, Alright, so we covered Lucha. Uh, speaking of Lucha, here's a random question for Yogi. Who is Paige dating on the roster? Oh, I thought she was dating that guy from that band. Nope. That She's narrows it down decision. to nobody. Um, uh, who's like her... T- um, Curtis Axel. No, think the exact opposite of her type. Oh. Zack Ryder? No, that's no, not. Uh, Bo Dallas. <laughs> no, but that was a great, that was a better guess than I would have. Uh, no, she's dating Alberto Del Rio. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> Whatever. She's completely changed, man. She's she a diva now. Yeah, she fucking totally is. It sucks. I thought, I, and I really, I was excited when she first joined Total Divas. I was like, oh man, this is going to be cool. Nah, she kind of sucked on there too. Yeah, this is kind of depressing. Can we move on to somebody else? Fuck. <laughs> uh, it's we'll okay, she's 23. That I'm very much enjoying right now. I'll tell you what, man. I fucking like this Stephanie McMahon we're getting. Yeah. I like what it does for the story. I like how the, it moves the show along. Um, I, I like agreeable Steph. I am. I'm enjoying it right now. Yeah, she did. She had a chance. I'm enjoying it now as well. Uh, Enjoy it while you can is my gut feeling. Oh no, absolutely. I, I, I I feel like we were talking about this, um, but like I, I'm gonna be fucking sad when it goes, and it's gonna go like in less than a month because wrestling. But yeah, I fucking enjoy the hell out of it, and it just. When her and Shane are getting along, I'm in a better mood. Yeah. They're like the, the siblings I never had, even though I actually have a real brother and a real sister. <laughs> just, I'll use what you said. They're like the siblings I never had. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, also, also, all their kids get along better when they're <laughs> getting along better. I'm sure like the McMahon Easter was much happier this year than the normal years. So what's, um again, I haven't been watching since like WrestleMania. Um, like, is Shane still around? 
Yeah, so Shane McMahon lost to The Undertaker, but still got the run raw. And uh, Stephanie came back and like fought, was like, no, I'm in charge of Raw. And then Vince said, no, you're both in charge of Raw. And now they're like starting to like work together. And Actually, hold on. Mullet, no offense. Uh, I'd like to use my four superpower right now, and I'd like to hear from retrospective Rich. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, going into WrestleMania, um, if Shane McMahon won um, whatever match that he was in, um, he would uh, earn uh, control of WWE Monday Night Raw. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on USA Network. <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon did not win whatever match that he was in on WrestleMania. So he came out on Raw uh, the next night, um, said, hey, guys, um, thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> and his father, Vince McMahon, said, um hey, uh, just to prove I made the right decision, uh, go ahead and run raw. Poorly. (laughs) He did not run it poorly. Um, And then for the subsequent three to four weeks, um, they kept saying, either due to social media demand, Shane McMahon will run raw tonight, or, haha, do it again, fatty. Um, <laughs> run raw again. Uh, so, eventually, um, Stephanie McMahon came back from uh, vacation, let's call it, and, well, wanted uh, to run raw again. So, at payback, uh, Vince McMahon said, I'll make a decision. Uh, to which he didn't make a decision <laughs> um, and said they would both run it. Um, and so that's where we are now. Uh, Shane and Steph are both running raw um, and very well, <laughs> just <laughs> very agreeably. And they're getting along and it's going to end with Triple H killing Shane McMahon, probably. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't but we know what he'll do. Like he'll go, he's gonna shove his sledgehammer down his throat, and the handle's gonna come out of his ass. <laughs> and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Raw's really good right now. Um, there was something else I was gonna mention from that. I was remembering something. I forget what it was. Um, all right, well, let's stop beating around the bush. Oh, you asked about Darren Young earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Darren Young is very much still on the roster. In fact, he has a new gimmick. His gimmick is that we're going to make Darren Young great again. And to make Darren Young great again, he needs a life coach. So he went out and got himself a life coach. And when you need a life coach... Who is it better being? 
Oh, I did this out of order. Bob Backlund is Darren Young's life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. Just, WWE listens to our podcast. I don't give a shit what the fuck you think. It really does no, feel Darren, like that, though. <laughs> Darren Young listens to our podcast because there was some interview like a couple months ago where like they're talking. They're like, like any like stories of ideas. He goes, yeah. Like when I came back from injury, I pitched them the idea of Bob Backlund being my life coach because Bob Backlund is just crazy and should be on television. <laughs> and they're like, nah. And then two months later, boom, it happens. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. My God. So bad, it's amazing so far. Bob Backlund oh. microwaves his asparagus in a split screen. <laughs> Bob Backlund does 200 squats every morning while watching Alf. <laughs> so, Augie, so, here's here's legitimately what happens. Darren Darren Young's like cuts an awful promo. About you know his about like he's trying to get better again. He's got a life coach. Bob Backlund comes up. Normally it takes him six seconds to start talking <laughs> because he dismisses his fucking cue. <laughs> and then like like the most recent one, it's like the most recent one. He's like you know what time is it? And Darren's like, well hold on a second. He gets his smartphone out and he's like, what? Why are you making a call? He's like, I'm checking. I don't. I, I'm checking the time. He goes, don't you have a watch? He's like nobody uses watches anymore. He's like, I, my phone's right here on my desktop. I know, and we gotta clean your desktop and organize the files. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's exactly what we've always wanted. It's absurd. It's like the, the first one, like when it got introduced, like he's like really calm and like it's like okay, whatever. And then he goes, "We're gonna make Darren Young great again." And it's like, Whoa! <laughs> and then the last one, he just kept saying it at the end as Darren Young started to do 200 punishment squats because he doesn't have a watch. It's it's everything and all we've ever wanted. It's it's going to fail miserably, and I'm enjoying the fucking ride. It's, oh, God, yes. It, oh, well, here's the thing. If it ends with a Bob Backlund match, we all win. Oh, my God. Of course! Because he's going to make... That, like, he always does. He's going to make 75% of the roster look like shit. So wait, besides us, is it is it working? I mean, people that like understand it, like online, are like, okay, this is kind of absurd and crazy, but I'm kind of digging it. A lot of people are like, what the fuck? And those people should stop watching fucking wrestling because you're fucking morons. Go back to watching <laughs> Big Bang Theory, you stupid plebeians. And that's a Bob Backlund word. Bob Backlund's son's middle name is plebeian. Bob Backlund eats his tie after every full moon. Bob Backlund thinks Randy Moss is underneath every Grimace suit. <laughs> I fucking love Bob fucking Backlund. So yeah, so Darren Jones still got a job. Uh, only other little things I have left on my list here. Uh, I was, just wanted to give a quick shout out. If you didn't watch Raw on Monday, uh, also, I'm really ashamed of recently the crowd's, like, lack of getting New Day's promos. Like, they get a great response no matter what, but their, like, their babyface, like, jokes and promos recently have been on such fucking point. Uh, to the point where, fuck that crowd for not marking out like motherfuckers when Kofi came out in his original fucking entrance and did the Jamaican accent. He 
did he did the accent, uh, did the whole the whole fucking nine yards, and then and, and then, then uttered the line of the back year into it, saying, "No, I don't want to leave here. 2009 was my best year." <laughs> the fucking <laughs> line of the year so far. 2009 was my best year. He was so adamant about it. <laughs> I was excited because I thought Biggie was going to come out like as like a silent mute and punch AJ Lee's titty again. <laughs> well, I thought they were going to like run through all of that. Oh, like yeah. Xavier Woods was going to be uh, Consequences Creed. Yo, I'm Pac-Man Jones! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to give that a special shout out. Uh, I want to make sure Augie knew the Ric Flair apparently got drunk in an airport again. <laughs> just, <laughs> cross the things off my list. Uh, I want to ask him about that personally in just a second. China died, and... <laughs> God damn! You haven't discussed it yet. I just want to discuss it. I mean, I we, we don't want to talk... <laughs> it's such a dick move, but it's... <laughs> it's apropos, I guess. Whatever. Well, oh, God, this is this is terrible, because you... Oh, you know, you've seen her dick moves. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, God. Oh, you savage. You savage, Jonathan. This, 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 this turned into roasting pizza all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a, I, I, I still never look at a roll of quarters the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> I work at a bank, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Broke me. As we got, yeah, we got to go to the vault. Why? I need five. I need uh, five hundred dollars in China's clit. Oh, you mean quarters? <laughs> <laughs> oh right, my god! Go in the hell. Um. And oh, lastly, I want to discuss because Spencer already brought it up. Uh, network shows. Um, I wanted to ask first because I've only watched the first one, and everyone says it's amazing. I've seen other clips. Has anyone watched the Edge and Christian show? No, I watched. I got like. I don't know, I was casually watching the first one, got like about halfway through and just lost interest. Is it really that good? I watched, so the first episode was not good. And then I watched another, like, I think I watched like the fourth episode. They had like the bracket of suckitude or whatever, and it was good. But like recently, everyone's been talking about like how like legitimately good and funny it's gotten. So I'm going to go back and watch them all now that like it's over. But I just wanted to see ahead of time if anybody had watched it and been like, yeah, it's really good or, eh, you know, it's hit or miss. But nah. everyone's been, like, digging the shit out of it, especially as of late. So I'm intrigued. It, it would seem like the kind of thing that if they had control over, over time, I think could get good. Is Camp so, WWE good? Spencer? I'm enjoying it. Um, it's not the funniest thing in the world, and, and some jokes are a little hit or miss. Um, but it's actually it's surprisingly, like, like modern. It's It's... So you know how like sometimes comedy can be like, oh, we're we're doing what was funny in two thousand and six, you know. Um, right. This is obviously like in a post Tim and Eric, you know, post uh, you know Robot Chicken, uh, post Family Guy sort of world, um, where they're letting you know it's not just necessarily a, a rule of threes. They'll have like rule of you know nines or something like something like that, you know, where it it's technically like an absurd joke, but they're willing to put it up okay. on this you know cartoon, and not every joke's like that, but there are some that are. Yeah, I, I haven't been a big fan of the first two episodes, but I'm going to keep watching it, because every episode there's at least two things that I really, really think are funny. Yeah. 
and like that to me being a fan of adult animated comedies and wrestling will be enough (laughs) to like keep watching it um I found the second episode a lot more enjoyable than the first. Yeah, me too. Same, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was like, kind of disappointed. I think when they get the, in in episode two, Paige has one line. Yeah, and she says it really funny. But then come to find out in episode three, she just has a British accent. But oh. because her line was so short in the yeah. second episode, it sounded like she had a speech impediment, <laughs> which was a way funnier choice. <laughs> the, so when I found she was yeah. British, it was like, oh, this this is this sucks. It's not funny. Yeah. But yeah, the, the line about- in episode two was she was talking to The Rock or something, and she just she called him. She goes, "You're a fucking dork." <laughs> <laughs> the thing about the second episode was that like the first episode probably could have been like TV fourteen almost. The second episode, they're like, "Oh, we're going TV man. Let's just say fuck a ton." Yeah, yeah. It was like blue for the sake of being blue. Fair. And like and look and I'm. I'm like the number one fucking person in the world that does that. <laughs> but like it was still jarring like to see to see it like WWE actually doing it. Um it's I don't know how I feel about Vince McMahon and Ric Flair and Sergeant Slaughter actually doing their voices. Uh Ric Flair I'm all for. Yeah. I I, I think they're all crushing it actually. But that's great. Rick- you know, it's someone who hasn't been watching wrestling his whole life. Yeah, Ric Flair has definitely been the best because he's just... They're not even giving him lines. They're just recording him on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Uh, he's secretly mic'd. Like, they yeah. implanted a microphone into his skin. As he fucked a bear. Yeah, um, yeah in real life, yeah. Uh, I also love the John Cena character. Like, you brought it up earlier. He's, he's yeah. probably the best character. So fucking, like, pitch perfect yeah. for what that character, like, should be. Right. Yes, Cena's character is really good. Big, I like Big Show's character, even though at first I thought it was King Kong Bundy. Um, That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, so Mark, like, like... Mark Henry is just—he actually just has a beard and is bald. He's just Mark Henry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like I like our truth character, but like Stephanie and Triple H or whatever. Austin sucks. <laughs> Which I'm glad on his podcast he's like, I hate that goddamn character. Like. <laughs> Voice sounds nothing like me. Um, just like my impression sounds nothing like him. Um, I, I think Undertaker is pretty, pretty. Oh God, I'm I'm hot and cold on Undertaker because I like yeah. the the choices they're making to have him do like that like emo accent. Um, right. But I, I don't know. I'm not in love with like. Okay, it's like we get it. He loves death. Yeah, it's there's a lot that doesn't work so far. The thing I don't like about Vince is that like it's just. It's weird to hear Vince McMahon pretend, pretend to be as nutty as we all think that he is, which just makes him seem like Vince McMahon. Interesting. So like he's, he, you're saying he shouldn't be in on the joke, or he's trying to pretend like he's in on the joke, but he's really not, and he never could be? Like I, I think that like Seth Green and the writers like know how crazy Vince McMahon is, so they're <laughs> writing him to be such, and Vince is like, what is this? I'm not like this. And then like he's reading it. And it's like, oh, wow, this is how he is. <laughs> it's just really jarring. To like, It's like liberating to hear, but then it's also like, okay, is he in on this? Or like, what's going on? Right, right. Well, they, they, I mean, they, they do a good job <laughs> in the first episode in particular, I'm thinking of, where there's like a two or three things in a row that uh, make reference to when he t- like tore his quads. Right. I, I just, I, I don't know, I just love that. Like, he was you know, like, yeah, I'm making fun of myself. That's, that's fine. 
Yeah, and I saw that there was like a behind the scenes video of him like recording his lines and like him just cracking up at some of the shit that they're making him say, which he doesn't understand half of. <laughs> um, he just thinks it's really like he's like, yeah, I'm legitimately turned on by eight year old boys because like he's like <laughs> the point where he's like, I'm gonna chase Cena down like a dog, a really hyper energetic dog. <laughs> Like sexy dog, and it's like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah, he's just, just too old to understand these jokes. Yeah, well, so the long and short of it all is watch it and like make your own assumptions on it. Okay, which were you saying? Uh, he's old and just like out of touch, like completely out of touch. <laughs> oh, so they nailed it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Got it. They hit it right on the head. The head. Um. So yeah, so that was the last thing I had on my list. Besides, uh, I wanted to ask somebody real, real quick a question. Uh, I don't know if uh, you guys all saw, but there was a video recently uh, of a certain person who apparently has his own podcast now. Uh, didn't understand something, and I wanted to ask him if he understood it now. So, um, uh, is is somebody about to punch Rich in the face, or what, what, are there any paranormal th- happenings in Chicago right now? This is Podswoggle. And and his real life swerve of the week. No, nothing weird. Oh my god. Bro. Bro. Yeah, bro. Welcome to the Vince Russo podcast. I'm on Google Hangouts. And this is on By the way, what happened to Rich? What happened to Rich Spencer? Uh, he I, uh, so you're not going to believe this. Vince Russo uh, materialized out of thin air, and Rich, well, that I believe. Yeah, de- <laughs> but but Rich dematerialized at the same time. So I believe Rich is stuck in an alternate plane of existence right now. If my Dungeons and Dragons uh-huh. lore is up to snuff, yes, he is currently very confused, very scared. <laughs> Chances are he has pissed his pants. <laughs> so he, and he, he doesn't even this. know about it, bro. So he, he, he doesn't even know. He, and here's the thing. He, it's going to seem as though he was there in his time for 15 years. <laughs> which will, in our time, have been 7 minutes and 37 seconds. So I, I want to alleviate my best friend as quick as possible, Mr. Russo, uh, from this awful thing. You've you've gone too far at this point. I'm debating not even bringing you on the show anymore, to be perfectly honest, with well, these kind of hijinks and antics. If I've heard it once. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> then sue me. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you real quick. Uh so recently, apparently you have some podcasts with some fucking people that work for Pro Wrestling Tees or something. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, and you were discussing uh, Enzo Moore and Colin Cassidy. And uh, you didn't understand what soft was. You, yeah, you, were adamant, you were adamant that they haven't explained it that the audience doesn't get it and it's going to fail miserably if they don't explain it. And then you asked your comment, your, your, your fellow partners, what it meant. And they explain to you that it's how you say soft. Yeah, bro, just look, a- maybe, maybe, bro, maybe it's just a generational thing. Bro, maybe it's just a regional thing. Like, from where I'm from, people don't understand that concept. Okay, that is America's number one 
favorite taco type. Hard and crunchy. Okay? What is the most effective Pokemon move? Hard. Okay? Soft is just a word that is not in my vocabulary. Uh, real, real quick, Mr. Russo. Yeah. What what Pokemon is famous for using the move Harden? Gengar. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking Gengar. Oh, fucking no, no, no. oh, this whole conversation changed. Ayo, Mr. Russo, what's the name of Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the Pokemon, Pokemon that evolves from Caterpie? Fucking Snorlax. I don't want to have to say it myself. <laughs> Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, uh, Caterpie. Yeah, yeah. Metapod. Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the one that evolved from Weedle. I don't know. I don't know about your Weedle, the Dweezil Zappers, or whatever. But I'll tell you who I've evolved and is my favorite Pokemon of all time is Rattata. <laughs> Oh, hold on, I want this list to load. Alright, we'll wait for this list to load. You son of a fucking bitch. No, you, you, you were talking Never about, like, fun. where, like, the area that you're from. You're fucking from the same exact goddamn area that Enzo and Kaz are from. That's what I say, man. Like, maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe that these millennials or whatever... They're just, they give in too much. And they're like, well, if we're not going to be hard and from the streets, we might as well learn what this soft thing is. Do you know what I rest my head on every night? Two slabs of concrete. <laughs> oh, just like I believe jam song. Two slabs of concrete? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who, the, the lead it, singer for them is Eddie Vetta, right? <laughs> yep, nailed it. Yes. That's correct. Uh, I, I just want—I just wanted to make sure that we, we brought you on to try to like explain yourself on how you not understand that it's just a funny misspelling of a word. Well, like, I don't understand how they don't know how to spell right anyway. Like it's one thing to use proper capitalizations in your writing, as I do, and you will always see in my writing examples and examples and examples. <laughs> You do nothing but write every other word in all capital letters like you're yelling at the people that are reading it. I don't understand <laughs> what you're not getting about this. <laughs> but if you're going to take a word spelt in the dictionary, S-O-F-T. Yep. Spell it, S-O spell it the way you would say it. That's all I'm asking. That's the confusing part. No one's supposed to understand what the word is if you spell it incorrectly. Spell it like you say it. That's all I'm going to say. Is that so hard to understand? It's Webster, not, but real quick. Merriam-Webster and the dictionary. What, were you about to say something? I was just going to ask you to uh, tell me who those two psychic Pokemon are. The two separate ones. It's normally like one wizard word. <laughs> uh, Alakazam? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the that's the most evolved version of the other two. Uh, uh, like if you were doing a magic trick, what might you say? Um, uh, vidi vidi vici. No, that's uh, uh, live die repeat. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, 
I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I've seen Chris Angel perform at the basement at WWF New York. <laughs> which is a real thing that happened, by the way. <laughs> That's the first fact you've ever spouted. <laughs> You're talking about abracadabra. <laughs> abracadabra. Yeah, I said that to the best of my abilities. <laughs> This just wanted to make sure. All right, cool. Uh, uh, hold on. I'm so I'm still buzzing through. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still cycling through. Uh, no, nah, that one won't be funny. Your friend is in a lot of pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Russo, you've explained yourself enough. We will see you next time. Russo's back, baby. Oh yeah, that's right. I almost forgot. Also in my arsenal of Pokemon is my favorite. Granted, I'm allergic to the real life version of these, but Cocooner. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll bring your friend back now. Thanks for having me on my old podcast. It's been fun to relive the memories. So long. and Have a good crunchy taco. Rich, are you okay? Are you okay? What happened? You were gone for seven minutes and 30 seconds. What? You were gone only for seven minutes and 30 Uh, seconds. How long? Seven minutes and 30 seconds. (laughs) How long did it feel like? Did it feel like 15 years? It felt like at least a decade and a half. (laughs) (laughs) What did you see? How was it? It Tell me me about it all. Huh? Well, you miss Vince Russo, you're listing Pokemon, so... Come on, man! No, it was worth it. Oh, yeah, good. It was, yeah. I'm so happy. Yeah, you took one for the team, man. You'll get to hear it. You'll get to hear it tomorrow. I'm never <laughs> gonna get those years back. Oh yeah, you look oh, like it's... shit. <laughs> I look exactly like Robin Williams and Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> At the end of the movie, yeah, not the beginning. <laughs> oh, and oh, and your dad did die in a shoe factory. <laughs> Oh, you're right, man. You're, you'll get through it. It's okay. Okay. Um, well, since you asked uh, uh, some questions that sent me to another dimension, um, I have some questions for you. Uh-oh. Uh, this is Mullet with his Shakara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, hit the ground running, makes me feel alive. Could you tell me, in three sentences or less, a Chikara update? Yeah! Oh. Yeah, I actually meant to do this. Hold on, I meant to pull up the roster. Here, I have I it right here. <laughs> I have it. I got it right here. I, I Actually, I want to see... So, I'm probably going to go over sentences. So, they just recently had a rumble called the Infinite Gauntlet, and Snitsky was in it. What? <laughs> Snitsky was in a Shakara rumble. That's sentence number one, asshole. <laughs> uh, Chuck Taylor's current name is now Stewie Scrivens. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hold on, I just got to pull up all of Chuck Taylor's names so far. There, It's in the chat. <clears throat> oh, it is okay. Good. Is it, <clears throat> is it official? By the way, is he re- like retiring? Not no. retiring? What, what's going on with him? 
No, no, he's he. It was just a gimmick, and now he's now he's doing a gimmick in Chikara where he lost the trademark to his name to a black guy named Stokely Hathaway, whose name is now Chuck Taylor trademarked. <laughs> so Chuck Taylor has to find a new name, and his names have been Scoot Tatum, Rick Beanbag, Bug Nevins, Touch Phillips, and currently Stewie Scrivens. <laughs> Uh, and my other update would be that, uh, they now have a cop character called the Officer Warren Barksdale, and it just is funny to me. Um, and I'll give you a, a bonus one, an extra one. What do I got here? Uh, what do I got here? I'm missing uh, something. While you're thinking, maybe this will help kind of jog your memory a little bit. Did you listen to uh, uh, this current week's um, episode of Dilettante Ball? Yes, I did. How was Meat Ant never a part of the colony? <laughs> they had a carpenter ant at one point. And it like, wasn't like a meat ant. Like, Come on! <laughs> sign meat! Bring it Sean Stasiak as an ant. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant! Yeah, the colony, the colony is doing good shit, uh, doing good things uh, per usual. Uh, did we ever talk about uh, Max Smashmaster getting like thrown out of the company just for being a dick? Never really went into detail. You just said that he got thrown out for being a dick. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So now the so now we're just what, what left with blast. I, I guess like he just like he put a Twitter post was like, "Man, Shakar is a bunch of pussy." They're like, "Nah, we're done with you." He's probably just like a legit jerk. So now the Devastation Corporation is just Blaster McMassive and Flex Rumble Crunch. <laughs> and that's Shakar update in uh, three sentences of us. Or more. Or many more. <laughs> for that matter. <sighs> I think that's going to do it. If we have nothing else to discuss. That was the last thing I had. That's That's all I got. Well, we you know ain't got shit. I know, I know. You did good, though. You used all four of your powers. That's enough. And maybe you'll have more powers after Twitch next week, which you can see again live on Twitch, 9 o'clock Eastern, Tuesday, May 24th. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I didn't actually do the brackets. Let me get them together real, real quick. All right, so it'll be next Tuesday. Jason Voorhees versus Phil Collins. I always dick myself. Kanye West versus Pepsi Man. Fuck. Oh, shit. Ace Ventura versus Donkey Kong. Oh, that one and Ron, yeah. Ron Swanson versus Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund oh, my worked. God. They would Backlund be best friends. Yeah, they would. Holy shit. <laughs> Bob Backlund thinks Amy Poehler is a, a character in a Christmas story. <laughs> Bob Backlund once caught an Aziz Ansari. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so check out that next Tuesday. And check us out on ArcadeAudio.net along with the other podcasts in the show. That includes uh, all the other podcasts that everyone else on this wonderful podcast uh, is on. Including a new podcast. Rich, do you want to give that information out? Yeah, we're having a podcast launch party for our newest show, Humanoid Resources. It's a, a fictionally narrative show, um, our second on the network. 
um, uh, taking place in the humanoid resources department of a, a large space cruiser type vessel. Um, it's a lot of fun, uh, uh, very funny, um, and if you're in the Chicago area, like I said, we're having a launch party uh, for it, so come on out to the Bug House Theater uh, at 10 o'clock p.m. BYOB uh, on May 27th. That's May 27th, Bug House Theater, 10 o'clock, BYOB. Um, free to get in, um, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're going to have a little uh, 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 listening party of like a few highlights from the first uh however many episodes i think we have like four uh so that's gonna be a lot of fun characters from the show are gonna be making appearances and we're probably gonna cobble together some uh free giveaways as well uh we'll figure out all those details as it gets closer but yeah check that out um there's a facebook event if you could search humanoid resources launch party on facebook Absolutely. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, I'm excited to hear it, and uh, everyone in Chicago should be excited to check that event out. The other podcasts, of course, in our network, just like Spencer's Dilaton Paul and Rich has picked up, many other shows you should be checking out on a regular basis. All those shows are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, just like Podswoggle is. Please leave us five stars and a review on iTunes. Subscribe to the podcast. And leave us your thoughts at potswoggle.gmail.com. Whatever email and review you do send us, we will be able to read it on the show, no matter what it says. Um, social media, of course, for Potswoggle is at Potswoggle on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Follow us. It helps us out a lot. And we get to interact with you uh, through those channels and mediums. I also forgot that I wanted to announce officially on the podcast... Uh, we never did it, their names, the winners for March of Madness. Uh, we're in the process of getting your prizes out to you. Uh, receiving two tickets to a, a wrestling show coming up here very, very soon. In fact, we got to get on the, on the ball for that because he's in Las Vegas and wants to go to Money in the Bank. So that's on me. Uh, Ronald Barranco. Congratulations, Ronald, for winning March of Madness. Second place, uh, getting some wonderful artwork. Once again, big shout out to Steve Picorni for donating some artwork to, to us. Uh, very funny enough, his name is Jackson Russo. No. can make that shit up. Uh, third place, getting a Podswoggle gift bag that I got to put together, uh, is Matt Radulski from Sudbury, Massachusetts. Congrats, Matt. And I haven't heard back from last place, so unfortunately you're not getting a pie with all of our dicks in it. <laughs> but if you ever do answers back, hey, we'll get a pie with, your, with a bunch of dicks inside of it. Um, that that yeah. sounds like a bad prize because you won't be able to do it next year. No, I mean like our dicks have been inside of it, not like they're like they'll be chopped That's off. That's not what you said. I know, I know. I'll have to make that bet next year. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll do it for this week. Augie, final thoughts. Yeah, well, I guess I bought too much goddamn deli meat because now my house is surrounded by wild dogs. <laughs> Needed. <laughs> yeah, for real. Augie, final thoughts. Uh, well, I'm not gonna top that. I'll just go ahead and plug the uh, the GoFundMe page, GoFundMe.com/slash/HockeyRink. I'm trying to upgrade a hockey rink that I just bought with a hockey league. The fencing's really bad. I mean, you can go, you can go online. When you go to the, the web page, you'll see how bad it is. And I'm actually 
updating pictures recently. We got the awnings redone. Um, what else did we get? The scoreboard piece. So I got it sitting right next to me. I was waiting for a damn electrician to install that shit. So I got a scoreboard going to get fixed. Um, next up, I think is like painting the boards. And not that any of you give a half a shit of hockey stuff, but it's it's in the progress. So I, you know, thank you for everybody who's already donated. And if you haven't donated already, please go to GoFundMe.com slash hockey rink. Absolutely. And of course, if you don't know hockey, then look, be on the lookout for the hockey podcast Augie's going to be hosting that Rich is t- currently working on. That's right, good Rich? Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's real good hockey. Uh, Spencer, final thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to see my improv team, we're performing at the very same bug house as the Humanoid Resources on June 3rd at 10 p.m. That's uh, 1910 West Irving Park Road in Chicago, Illinois. And if you want to see my slow descent into madness as I watch every single episode of Raw starting with 1993, you can check uh, my blog out on the Arcade Audio uh, website at Raw Blogging. Absolutely. It's my favorite thing. I get excited for my lunch break every single day to finally check out your Raw blog for the day. So keep up the great work with that. It's, it's the best part of my day, Monday through Friday. Thanks, man. From like You're welcome. From like 9.45 to like 6. <laughs> Rich, final thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, head on over to ArcadeAudio.net to just to kind of keep up with uh, all the cool stuff that we're doing over there. Um, check out our new people section of the website, uh, which will uh, uh, kind of feature profiles of all of the talents of ArcadeAudio.net. Um, so you can see who all that's featuring so far. Uh, at press time... <laughs> Um, it's exclusively dilettante ball <laughs> members. I look, we've been busy. We're having a kid, all right. <laughs> Not yet. I, I know, but like, get the plan and shit. <laughs> I'll get you a profile. I'm having a kid. That's that's my profile. I'm having a kid. He's too busy for this. <laughs> Soon enough, um, you'll get all you'll get Augies by the time we actually come up with a new name for the show. <laughs> Which is like four years. What? <laughs> exactly. Are you wasn't listening. The emails I've been sending. Oh yeah, that I have. They've been awesome. Thanks for sending them. I should probably do something about it. <laughs> you heard. You heard last week that he admitted for the first time in the ten years we've known him that he doesn't listen to us talk. <laughs> so, and I tried to get Tope on the show like just now when he's not answering. So. <laughs> Uh, so in that case, for Augie, for Rich, for Spencer, for Augie, this is Mellet signing out for Podswag. <laughs> podcast with entertainment. We are swogging off. I was going to say, if, if we change Podswag, we'll all pot everything. What's our new, what's our new sign-off? Oh. What's her, does she have a slogan or a catchphrase or anything? All read everything. <laughs> well, no, besides, yeah. No, we just have to verbally box something every week, which I'm great at, so that'll be perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, just every week, it's just got to be a different version of, like, and uh, fair bye to... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been the show for this week. So... Land... <laughs> was, was that good? <laughs> <laughs> it ends with a it ends with a Scotterell improv joke. Perfect. <laughs> no, that was a Scotterell stand up joke. Stand up joke. Even better.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.